This is a production of Money Honey Media. All advice in this podcast is general in nature. It should not be applied to your personal circumstances without first discussing with a tax professional. Welcome to the Trade Who Eggs podcast, proudly brought to you by Found Concrete. Welcome to the Trade Who Eggs podcast. I'm Joe McCauley. And I'm Jade Rawson. And thank you for joining us today for our second episode. So what are we talking about today, Jade? So today we are having a run through of what you need to know for the week, some reminders from the ATO, and we are also going through our table of knowledge and the topic we have picked is laundry. So we're going to a deep, do a deep dive into what you need to know about claiming laundry in your tax return. Sounds great, Jade. So how was your week? Did you have a nice weekend? Did you do anything interesting? (laughs) I did have a very nice weekend. Um, I managed to catch up with some friends and family, which was good. And I also had some time to catch up on my new favourite TV show at the moment, which is Ted Lasso on Apple TV, which I've been loving. Uh, I watched that over the holidays and it was awesome. (laughs) And I really hope they bring in season three (laughs) because it's just a great show. So, yeah, I went to the beach on the weekend, actually. I thought that we'd go and check out the tsunami that was supposedly arriving. (laughs) But, yeah, we had a bit of a nice weekend driving from one beach to another and uh, doing a few lunches around as well. So Nice. Okay. So it's the second week of the podcast. It's the middle of January. Uh, There's still not a lot happening in the ATO world. Uh, Do you want to go through any announcements that were made this week, Jade? Yeah, sure. So the ATO did put out a general reminder to everybody that if you do have any outstanding debts or lodgements with them, that they are being quite flexible at the moment and you can make a payment arrangement or get in touch with them on when you think you might be able to get those lodgements up to date. So we do know that it can be very daunting having an outstanding amount with the tax office owing so if you do please feel free to get in touch with them or get in touch with your tax agent and they can put a payment arrangement in place for you just for a bit of peace of mind yeah that's right it's one of those things the ato never go away do they no they don't they're always there so if if you get a payment arrangement put in place they may leave you alone for a little while at least that's right we have often have clients come to us who have many many years of outstanding lodgements and you know, I know sometimes it's easy to stick your head in the sand and think that it will go away, but I promise you it won't. Uh, so please address any outstanding issues you have. And the fact that we do have COVID around at the moment does mean that the tax office are being pretty lenient and allowing us to make payment arrangements that are quite flexible. Uh, there is the ability for you to make a payment arrangement yourself. If you want to ring the, uh, there's a phone number, which I We'll get put in the show notes because I don't know it off the top of my head, but you can actually make a payment arrangement without speaking to anyone. It's an automated service provided that your debt is under $100,000. And if it is over that, then you'll have to speak to someone. So I'll get Joel to put some links in the show notes about that. Anything else that we need to remember for this week? So just a reminder that superannuation for the October to December quarter is due on the 28th of February. However, we do recommend paying it by today, the 21st of January, as it does need time to actually process and hit your employee's superannuation account. So if you haven't paid that, we do recommend paying that today. Great. Thanks, Jade. Now, I know we have sort of made a deliberate attempt not to make this 
uh, podcast all about COVID, but we do know that it is out there and that it is making life quite difficult for a lot of business owners and just people in general. So we've been waiting to hear if the um, authorities are going to be announcing any sort of grants to help with the fact that at the moment a lot of businesses are incredibly struggling because they can't get their materials, they can't get staff, uh, or they're just not having customers because people tend to be isolating. And there's really not that much around at the moment, but our suggestion is to check with your local, um, not your local, but your state government authorities. So if you're in New South Wales, check with Revenue New South Wales um, or Services New South Wales. There's similar ones in all the other states. And there may be some grants available to you. So whether it's just, a, you know, even just the Dine and Discover grant that you might not realise you have or the fees and charges rebate that might help provide a little bit of money to you. The other thing is if you have got COVID or you have um, been told to isolate because you're a close contact, it is possible that you would qualify for some money from the, the federal government under the COVID disaster payment. I'm not sure if that's what it's called now, but there is a payment available. So if you think that that might be relevant to you, have a look uh, on the Services Australia website and see if you're eligible. Unfortunately, there's not heaps of buckets of money coming at you like there has been in the past, but hopefully this Omicron wave will be over pretty soon. So enough, enough about COVID. <laughs> I think so. It's like Voldemort. We should have another name for it. <laughs> Shall not be mentioned. Yes. Okay. All right. Well, we might just go for a quick word with our sponsor now. Found Concrete is the place to order concrete online. Often called the Uber for concrete, Found Concrete has seven suppliers on its platform, allowing customers to get the best possible delivery times. Ordering takes under two minutes and you can order concrete 24-7. Found is trusted by thousands of tradies, builders and landscapers for driveways, slabs, paving and much more. Found is available in Greater Sydney, the Southern Highlands, Newcastle, Central Coast, Melbourne and Geelong. Found is happy to offer the Tradie Wags listeners $250 off their first concrete order by using the link found in our show notes. Jade, I believe your partner Martin uses Found Concrete. Yes, my uh, tradie partner Martin has used Found Concrete in the past and he has found it absolutely awesome with how quick it is to order concreting. So we have personally used it and highly recommend it also. Great. So why don't you go out and try Found Concrete today? today's topic Jade we're going to talk about laundry and I was trying to think about what to talk about today and while it sounds like an incredibly boring topic uh, there is a reason why I wanted to talk about laundry and it is because the ATO seem to have a major focus on laundry uh, particularly for individual tax returns. They do and I think especially as of late with people's working arrangements changing with COVID and people working from home it is an area that the ATO are now focusing on a lot more. Yeah so just as a, a bit of a side note uh, this last week I got contacted by the ATO and they're doing what they call their usual checkup with tax agents to give us some statistics about how they rank us and how they see us as a risk and what have you. And what I found really interesting on the report that they provided me was that essentially from an individual tax return point of view, the way they rank agents has a lot to do with how much laundry they claim. And 
The statistics say that in 2018 and 2019, over 6 million taxpayers have claimed some sort of laundry or uniform claim uh, on their tax return, and that equates to nearly half of the eligible taxpayers in Australia, which means that more than or around half of taxpayers think they have an eligible uniform. And clearly that's not the case. And that led to a shortfall of about $1.5 billion in tax revenue, according to the ATO. So you can kind of see why they're interested in it, even though it seems so trivial. Yes, that's right, because $1.5 billion is certainly a lot of money that if the tax office are paying out that they don't have to, they're going to start looking into that a lot more. And I think they sort of look at tax agents and say, well, if we just automatically claim $150 for laundry or claim uniform without actually questioning our clients about it, what else are we potentially claiming and not questioning as well? That's right. And I do think laundry is one of the things that people just throw in their tax return willy-nilly without really thinking about. So it might be time to actually start thinking about that and whether your claim is legitimate. Okay, so let's start with what is a uniform. Jade, have you got any tips on how you know if it's a uniform or not? (laughs) I do. So I know a lot of people may wear black slacks to work or a plain white blouse and that is actually not considered a uniform in the eyes of the tax office. So that is not tax deductible. So for a uniform to be tax deductible and to be able to claim the laundry, it must be registered with Oz Industry. So this is an industry where employers register their logo and that makes it a registered uniform that you're able to claim the laundry on. Um, I would also like to note that high-vis clothing is considered protective clothing, so any tradies that wear high-vis shirts or protective boots, that is considered a uniform and can be a tax deduction. Yeah, so just to clarify there, um, when we're talking about logos on uniforms, we're talking about those things that aren't necessarily protective clothing. So if you are wearing high-vis, it doesn't have to have a logo on it, it doesn't have to be registered with Oz industry, but for someone like us who work in an accounting firm, if we want to have a uniform that has our logo all over it and claim that as a tax deduction, it really needs to have that registered with the Oz industry uh, authorities. Um, and that circumstance, we can then claim that uniform as a tax deduction. So the other thing that you can claim is if it is something specific to your business type, um, your occupation. So an example of that would be a clergyman or a chef who has to wear a chef's apron or something like that. They don't obviously have to be registered either. And, you know, if you were um, working in something that has a compulsory uniform, so, for example, if you were a police officer or something like that then that would also be included yes a lot of the way a lot of the time the way I think about it is if you are able to wear your uniform outside of work then it's more than likely not able to be a tax deduction so you wouldn't often see a chef wearing their uniform outside of work to dinner on a Friday night Um, whereas someone who might be a personal trainer in a gym who wears gym clothes, tights and gym tops, you could potentially wear those clothes outside of work and people most likely do. So it is not 
they're not usually considered a tax deduction. So that's usually the way I determine it, whether it can be worn outside of work or not. Exactly. And we do have a lot of people who say, yeah, but I don't wear them outside of work. But again, it's not whether you choose to or not, it's whether you could. So a lot of people do claim, try to claim their suits, uh, particularly, you know, businessmen or whatever who have their business suits, which are quite expensive. They're, they're not tax deductible, unfortunately. So just be aware of that. So what about laundry? So do you want to talk about that, Jade? Sure. So there is a, um, if you do have a genuine work uniform, there is a calculation that we use or you use if you complete your own tax return to have a tax deduction for the laundering of any uniforms that are considered eligible with the tax office. So it is calculated on the basis of whether you wash your work clothes in there on on their own or whether you wash them with other normal clothes. So it is a bit of a funny calculation. However, you can claim $1 per wash if your uniform is washed on its own or if you wash them with other general clothes, you can claim 50 cents per wash. That's right. Now, if you do the math, and obviously we're accountants, so we do math, (laughs) uh, there's 52 weeks in a year. So to claim the $150, which is the standard deduction that a lot of people use, because we do not need any evidence for $150 worth of laundry, and you can't actually claim any more than $150 worth of laundry, that means washing, like that's separate to dry cleaning. I'm talking about just putting it in the washing machine and washing it. Um, So... To do that, you'd have to have washed your uniform three times a week for 50 weeks of the year and separately, not to with anything else. So that's how we get to $150 and not everyone does that. No, the three times a week on their own is quite a lot of washing. I know I definitely don't wash my work clothes that much <laughs> as I have clothes that I wear different days every week. So three times per week on their own is quite a lot of washing. That's right. So if you were say, a motor mechanic and your clothes were incredibly dirty, well, you probably quite well could get to that three times a week on their own because you're probably not going to wash them with all the other clothes. But for people who are working, you know, with just a logo on their T-shirt, they're probably not going to be doing that. So what else is it that the ATO might look at with regard to how many times you might wash Of course. So as I mentioned earlier, there have been a lot of changes to the way people are working. So people are working from home a lot more and more than likely people probably aren't wearing their full work uniform while they're sitting at home if they're working. So just be mindful that if you are working from home, your laundry probably has decreased. And if you are claiming work from home expenses on your tax return, but your laundry is still the same as the previous year, that might raise a red flag with the tax office. Um, Also, if you are having time off, so I know Jo mentioned previously that it's the $150 claim is three times per week for 50 weeks per year. That only leaves you two weeks that you've had off work. I know a lot of people probably have more than two weeks off over the year. So just keep in mind if you take any annual leave or if there's any time off that you have to be wary of that. Exactly. Now, when it comes to claiming your uniform, yes, we've talked about the fact that you can only claim those uniforms that have been approved. So the ATO will start to flag anyone who is claiming more than a certain amount. They start to look at those people and will question their tax deductions. So if you are, you know, buying a corporate uniform for some reason and spending a lot of money on that 
and claiming laundry and claiming dry cleaning as well. Uh, make sure you have all your receipts and you can totally justify that because it's quite likely the ATO will, will question it. Definitely. And a claim of $150 probably isn't worth the hassle of getting an ATO audit. No, exactly. So let me just also clarify that if they do audit you for any other reason and you have got a laundry claim, they're going to ask about that. Yes, definitely. <laughs> okay, so that's probably enough about laundry today. I'm sure it's something that everyone just, you know, is fascinated with. But it is really one of those things that we want to highlight to people because a lot of, a lot of our clients question us when we ask about their clothes and you know we see their receipts being sent in and they're from city beach or Suzanne's or whatever and we know they're not uniform so you know that we're not trying to be the ones who are the bearer of bad news there but we just want to make sure that you don't get into trouble that's right okay thanks Jay <laughs> thanks Joe. <laughs> So now we are up to the segment where we interview our accidental bookkeeper and we have our very first accidental bookkeeper for today. So I am interviewing Amanda, who many of you may have spoken with or heard of before. She does work with us here at Jigsaw Tax, the organisation Joe and I work for. So welcome to the Tradie Wags podcast, Amanda. We're happy to have you. Um, are you able just to tell us a little bit about your business that you and your husband run together? Yeah, so uh, as you mentioned, Jade, I do work for Jigsaw Tax, but um, my husband has his own business that I help out with, which obviously I was, again, the accidental bookkeeper and roped in, even though it was my day-to-day job. Uh, he's a plasterer. He works uh, for himself for DNA services plastering. Uh, and yeah, he's a tradie. Nice. We have plenty of tradies listening in, I'm sure. So although you do have a little bit of you do have background in bookkeeping and accounting, of course. There can be many challenges with that. What are some of the things that you find challenging about bookkeeping? Yeah, so um, even though I do in the work in the industry, I still find the same things, you know, missed deadlines and stuff like that. And, you know, I've got a child, I've got two children, uh, so that plus a job makes me sometimes miss those deadlines, even though I'm painfully aware of them. Of course, I can totally imagine the workload must be huge sometimes. <laughs> yeah. And do you have any tips to make bookkeeping easier at all? Ooh, um, just keep on top of it, I think. Probably the tips, it's so, so it doesn't get mo- most overwhelming, I think it'd have to be to keep on top of it as you can. So yeah, set yourself a reminder or something like that. You know, it doesn't have to be every day, but maybe just regularly. Yeah, so things don't get out of hand and you have a whole three months worth of coding exactly. to do or something exactly. like that. And you don't have to go back and find that receipt or, you know, that, you know, you don't have to hassle your husband, which is another <laughs> massive problem that I think accidental bookkeepers, especially wives, get into a habit of hassling their husbands for receipts. Of course, and then they go empty out their ute or their, exactly. their work pants or wherever the they box, keep their the receipts. Glove box, <laughs> the tool belt, wherever they're wherever they've stuffed their receipt. Definitely. Um, yeah. I think we've all had that pain before. <laughs> All right, so we had, did ask you previously, so you had a bit of time to think about it, um, but we do have our Trady Wags playlist that we are getting our accidental bookkeepers to add their songs to. Um, so what are your three songs that you like to listen to while you're working, Amanda, and is there any reason behind why you have picked those? 
Yeah, so that one's a hard one. There's just so many. There's so much choice. And um, our family is massive music people. We listen to a lot of music when we're doing everything. I listen to music while I work and while I code. So, um, but yeah, so I guess uh, this, so my my first song would be Better Together by Luke Combs. Nice. Very good one. Yes. My husband's been listening to some country music, which I wasn't a massive fan of, but he tends to sing it to me, so I kind of like that song and the lyrics. Um, my second one would be um, California Love by Tupac. Nice. Just reminds <laughs> me back in the day, you know, I grew up in the 90s and it was that R&B kind of era. and That kind of hip-hop music that, hip-hop that was out music. and about. Yes, that was kind of my first genre of choice, I guess. Um, and my third, I couldn't really decide on anyone's song, so I've just gone the artist essentially because, you know, I like all of their songs. Yeah. Um, it'd have to be Pink. Because I admire her as well. Yeah, nice. I think there are a lot of people that look up to Pink as a person as well. Yeah, and there's just so many of her songs too that I just like to listen to and, you know, all over a heap of albums and a long career. So I couldn't pick just one. That's all right. We'll chuck a few of her songs in the playlist. (laughs) (laughs) All right, Amanda. So if anybody is looking for any plastering services, where are we able to find DNA plastering? So DNA plastering, as you know, is obviously just a tradie, so we don't actually run a full website um, because it would just be uh, not really redundant, I guess. Um, but we just have a Facebook page, DNA Plastering Services. Perfect. So if there is anyone, what areas of the Highlands do you service? Do you just do Goulburn? No, so David will go around. He travels actually a fair bit because he finds that um, a lot of he, – he does get a lot of calls – out of town and stuff like that because a lot of tradies tend not to go out there it's not worth their time so he does uh Goldsby he's been out the back of Crookwell um Collector Canberra Mittagong anywhere so nice so he definitely does travel around a little bit he definitely travels around so yeah Southern Highlands Canberra ACT um and obviously Goulburn and, and around around the Southern Tablelands Perfect. Well, thanks for joining us, Amanda. It's been good to have you as our very first accidental bookkeeper. Well, thanks for having me. That's a bit of a wrap for today, Jade. Is there a couple of things we want to remind our listeners? Yes, just a reminder to please follow us on social media. So we are on Facebook and Instagram at TradyWag, so please follow us on there. And also just a reminder for our book club pick, we are reading Becoming by Michelle Obama, which is an awesome pick and we really hope you all read along with us. Yeah, so we'll be doing our book club in probably about two months' time, but we'll let you know the date. But in the meantime, if you haven't read that book, I suggest you get ahead on it and get started with the reading of it. Um, the other thing, just with our social media, we do have a group called the Treaty Wags Group. If you want to join our group, we're more than well, well, more than happy for you to come in there and that's where we can have a chat about any of the topics that we're talking about. And if anyone's got any questions, they can certainly ask there. So thanks again, Jade, for joining us in our, well, of course you're here, you're part of the team, but we also want to thank uh, our producer, Joel Eshman, who is doing a great job trying to put all our pieces together to make it sound good. Yes, thanks, Joel. <laughs> thanks, everyone. Have a great week and we'll be back in your ears next week. Thanks. Talk to you soon.